I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. <laughs> um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello. Welcome back to Chase Thomas Podcast. Taping this on a Wednesday evening, Knoxville, Tennessee, where the Beard and Bulldogs coming off another close defeat, but another game where the defense defense was the key. The defense was huge uh, for the entirety of the game. Bearden coming up just short at Alcoa. Two back-to-back defending state champions uh, to start the year, Coach. We talked about it last week. Uh, after seeing it play out over the two weeks, do you feel better about uh, your team? Uh, just it, results aside, how they performed there the, with just that kind of gauntlet. Yes, we we have. I'm so proud of the kids, man. They mm-hmm. have beated their tails off. Uh, you know, winning is the standard of our program. So I, they're naturally disappointed just as our staff is. Uh, we don't have moral victories or anything like that. We know we're, uh, you know, a few plays away here and there from, from our record being a little different. But, you know, throw the, rec- throw the record out, playing the two quality and caliber of teams we've played. We've played two really good football teams that are well coached, which are scary combinations when you're the opponent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've – done a lot of good things in those games and uh, put ourselves in position uh, to have a chance to win those games, but just wasn't able to finish. Uh, but uh, all in all, man, incredibly proud of our kids. They fight, they believe, and uh, we're on the verge of doing some really good things here at Bearden. What was the biggest difference you saw from your team from week one to week two? Uh, mm, great question. I think, uh, I thought our confidence was good in the West game, and I, but I felt like we were even more confident, you know, in the Alcoa game. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our, our kids believe they can compete with anybody. We believe we can play with anybody. Uh, you know, there, you make your, as they say, you make your biggest improvements from week one to week two. And there were a lot mm-hmm. of things that I thought we did better uh, from week uh, in week two that we did in week one. Uh, what were some of those things? Yes. Yeah, what's that? What were some of those things? I, th- I thought we played a little better at the uh, at the line of scrimmage. Uh, mm. You know, I thought our I thought our old line was better. I, I, you know, I thought our running backs were good in game one. I thought they were even better in game two. Uh, I mean, they ran hard. I mean, they they, they ran so hard, man. And Alcoa, as you know, in the in the, the Alcoa football, you know, prides itself on defense. They pride mm-hmm. themselves on physicality. You know, we were right there. You know, I thought we were you know as physical as they was and. Um, you know, our backs made some good, hard, tough runs, 
you know, did, the first guy didn't always bring them down. That's always that's always a good sign. It felt like you had a good one-two punch in this game. Like it felt like at running back, just that kind of, uh, just the way you were able to substitute guys and rotate guys in and out really put a lot of pressure on that Alcoa defense because obviously the running football is paramount uh, for Beard and success offensively, but. Um, and this one in particular, it felt like you kind of dominated more than even last week. Like if you had just looked at this game um, individually throughout the records or who Alcoa was and who Bearden was, like it felt like you controlled that game and you were uh, the better team for the majority of majority of the night. Do you feel the same? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt like we did plenty of enough things to win the game mm. and they just, you know, they happened to. You know, we, we don't take care of the football, fumbling on the one-yard line there with about five minutes to go, and they did what a championship program does. They go 99 mm-hmm. yards, and they, it takes they, they got to go 99 yards to win. They went 99 yards to win. You know, that's just what a championship program does, and, you know, hats off to them. You know, Coach Nix, Coach Sweetland, and their staff, they do such a really good job, and they're just good in every area, man. They don't have weaknesses. You know, they're good on D. They're good on O. They, they can stop the run. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They can defend the pass. You know they're they're solid in the in the special teams, so they don't have weaknesses. And uh, you know for us to go out there, and I felt like you know we led. I don't know what the the numbers was, but you know we led for a, you know a really really good percentage of that mm-hmm. ball game, and uh, just just didn't make it. Made, made a lot of plays, but just this was a couple plays short of you know of winning it, and that one hurts. But you know it's we're we're on the Anderson County, and uh, you know we're excited about this week. When it came down to the, they're starting from the one, was there a moment where you talked to the defense and you were like, hey, Eli Owens is the person to watch here? Because, I mean, he was critical on that final drive for Alcoa, and he's obviously a big uh, recruit here uh, in East Tennessee. But with him on that drive, what what was the, what did y'all tell your team to try and f- just one last final possession here to bring this thing home? And what did you see that ultimately led Alcoa down the field to get that uh, go-ahead touchdown? They just – well, first off, all week long, you know, when you're playing Alcoa, you got to know where zero and, you know, went and zero and, and, and 44 is, mm. you know, in the pass game. You got to know where both of them guys are, man, because those guys are game changers. They can they can, they can, can beat you quick, fast, and in a hurry. And then, you know, they've got a running back like Cannon back there who's really good. Mm. They've got other players that's good too. You know, they got other good receivers they can throw the ball to. But, you know, you got to put you got to put your eyes – you know, we had – our big thing was all week knowing where – you know, where's zero and where's 44? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had to play the second half that game without one of our starting safeties. So we had to move some pieces around. Jaheim is actually – Jaheim Merriweather is actually the, the backup to the to the guy that went out. Well, Jaheim mm-hmm. was, you know, obviously running the ball really well. He had had 20-plus carries. You know, we just didn't feel it was very smart for us with, with all the football we got left to play. You know, make him go back there and, you know, have to play some defense as well. Uh, plus, he was kind of – he wasn't banged up, but he was getting—he was a little fatigued, man. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he was—he was running so hard, you know, he was using all of his energy, you know, and exertion on offense. So we had to, you know, move a guy to the, to here and move another guy to there, and you know, all that stuff. And uh, but you know, man, they just did what a program championship program did, man. They went down and made plays, man. They throw a—I think of a big run. You know, Canada made a nice run on that drive. Um, I can't remember the number, but a guy makes a a daggone toe tapping, you know, catch on the sideline. Yeah. Uh, you know the, t- the 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 touchdown pass. I mean, yeah. we are in excellent coverage. I mean, excellent coverage. We got it defended well. We're stringing the quarterback out. We got a linebacker almost there. 
And then just, you know, a young defensive back come, you know, comes off a guy and they dump it over his head to Owens, you know, for a touchdown, you know, and that, that happens, you know, we're a youthful team still. And, uh, but man, I, you know, our defense, man, they, they played their, they played their guts out to hold a team with that many weapons, you know, with that good of a quarterback, uh, you know, 17 points, you know, that's, that's about all, you, that's about all you can ask for. And, uh, you know, offensively, we were we were we were probably better in game two than it was game one, so that was good to see. But but we just got we again, you know, we we we've we've got to score more points. You know, thirteen points is you know you're not going to go beat an Alcoa, you know, by scoring thirteen points. And uh, we're we're so we're getting there, man. We really are. We're you're, we're seeing it in practice every day. And uh, eventually, we're going to take that thing to Friday night, and we're going to be able to have have some fun Friday nights here soon. What are you seeing with the development of uh, Drew Parrott? So I, something I jotted down was just he seems, and I wonder from your perspective, is this by design that he rolls left a lot? Because he was bootlegging left, and that's crossed his body a lot. And obviously mm-hmm. the final play there uh, was to the to the left. And I wonder him being a right-handed QB, was that is that just something he's more comfortable with? Or is that just the way things break down? Why is that, by and large? Well, no, I mean, Drew, Drew can go either way. You yeah. know, he, he just he did a couple things when he, when he was going left there Friday night. He did a couple things mechanically that he's that he's not coached to do, and, and he, he we 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 worked on that, and we and we've we've worked on it again this week, and and uh, he, he's fixing. He, he's going to get it fixed. There's a smart mm-hmm. kid. He uh, he expects and demands a lot of himself. Nobody, I've said this numerous times. Nobody's harder on Drew than Drew. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I mean, it's not always by design to go left. I mean, he, he's very capable of going right. It just happens to be where the hash is. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, concepts, certain concepts require more space, certain concepts require less space. So, you know, when it's less space, you can go to the boundary when it's more space. Sometimes you need to go to the field. Uh, so a lot of that happens to be about, you know, just basically, you know, where the, where the hash, you know, where the ball's marked on what hash, but, uh, Drew is, uh, he had a really good spring. He had a really good summer and he had a really good fall camp. You know, he'll be the first to tell you he hasn't played as well, uh, or played to his capabilities these first couple ball games, but. He uh, he's done some good stuff in his first couple games, and he's got some stuff that he would like to have back. And we're working we're working on that stuff uh, to get him get him better every day. He's actually right now, you know, in there with Coach McMillan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've, we've been done with practice probably for you know probably forty five minutes or so, and you know they're still in there in the film room right now. You know, in a quarterback meeting, so he's very very determined uh, to be the best version of himself he can possibly be. You know, we're trying to you know to build the offense around. Uh, things that he can do and things that he can mm. be have success at. Uh, it's just a combination. We're just constantly looking at stuff and you know tweaking this and tweaking that, and uh, it's really really close. He's really really close, I believe. You know, to having a coming out party because you know if you've watched just the first two ball games, you know you've definitely not seen the best version of Drew Parrott. But it's you're going to be seeing it here really soon. You know, we're we're excited about him. We're excited where he's at. Uh, he's a really good player. He's got he's he's a very very talented kid. It's funny too when you speak of talented kids on this roster, and you guys have so many with Merriweather and company. But one of the guys that uh, was shouted on five star preps this week, and I actually I remember I turned to a buddy. Um, he had a play in this game, and uh, Jesse wrote about it in his highlight spotlight players of the week. And um, Sam Tummins was one of the players he uh, he highlighted here, right? And yep. he had a play where he comes off the edge, and I'm sure you know where what I'm talking about, where. He get he creeps up to the line right before Alcoa snaps it, and he's just on the ball like across the field. Like he had to have some really strong speed. He's obviously a bigger kid at six three, but he closed so fast, and I mean it ended up being a tackle for loss. And it was just something uh, where he just it was just a great instinctive 
fast play from him. What have you seen from him through two weeks and how much better is he getting week in, week out? Man, the the best way and most fair way I can describe Sam Tummins is football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole second half, Sam had to play a position that he's not played for us. You know, mm-hmm. due to, like I told you, you know, we had a kid go out that was concussed. Jaheim was the backup's kid or backup, backup to that player. We just didn't feel – you know, we needed to throw Jai out there. We didn't know if he was going to be healthy enough to to, to go out there. So we just kind of mm-hmm. reshuffled some. Sam's a smart kid, learning on the fly. Uh, you know, you throw, <laughs> you know, add add rushing the passer. You know, mm-hmm. to, to the checklist of many, many, many things he can do. But man, Sam Thomas is just a football player, man. We're, no matter where you put him, he's going to excel. Uh, super high football IQ, uh, unbelievable instincts. Uh, you know, and and the, and the top top all that off, man. He is a first-class human being. Hmm. Uh, he's just—he's great for our locker room. He's—he's he's our team leader. Uh, he's became more vocal. He's a quiet kid, kind of by nature, hmm. but uh, he's became more vocal. You know, our kids respond to him and react to him, and uh, you know, when Sam talks, our kids listen. How important is it for your team to get home this week, and how much are you looking forward to it, Coach? I like it, man. I can just walk right outside my office and, you know, right, you know, take a handful of steps and we're out there on the field. Mm. But, you know, we have a uh, unbelievable student section here at Bearden High School. Mm. And they travel, they travel well too, but they're, but they, but they're even deeper, you know, mm. when we're at, when we're at 8352 Kingston Pike. And uh, I'm so fired up for our, for this Friday night. You know, it's our first home game. I know our student section is going to be out there early. They're always loud. Mm-hmm. They, they support us to the fullest. Our players feed off their energy. Uh, so I, I'm just happy for our kids. They get to play in front of our community on our field uh, this week, and we're really, really excited about that. We're expecting a, uh, a packed house against a really good uh, Anderson – a really good and really well coach. Coach Gillum, Coach Chadwell, Coach Lambert, those guys do an outstanding job. I don't, I don't know if a team in our area – and I mean, I'm probably East Tennessee – that over the last several years gets more out of their roster hmm. consistently than Anderson County. Uh, that those guys, man, they're always well coached. They're always in the right spot. They always play hard. And uh, Coach Gillum and his staff, man, like I said, man, those guys are top shelf, top notch. Great football coaches, great men. And uh, you know, Anderson County prides itself on football, and we're playing the third defending state champion in a row. You really can't get away from it, Coach. This is an all-time no. slate to start your year. I mean, this, it's one thing to see it like in the offseason, and then when you're in it, I imagine it's a very different thing where you're like, all right, am I going to breathe? Nope. All right, another state defending state champ. And I mean, yeah. the difference, too, here with uh, Anderson County, obviously a big transfer quarterback coming in with Isaiah Hall. What, it, what When you're diving through the film of what made Anderson County great last year versus what you've seen thus far, what's the biggest difference that uh, you're expected to see and fans who are coming to the game are going to see that's different from those matches? from a year ago uh you know thank thank god you know walker martinez is not playing and gavin <laughs> no and bryson val and mm-hmm. you know all them guys they had a really good senior class i feel like i played against some guys for 100 years because mm-hmm. going back to Val, we played them every year every year i was there as well so uh but no they man but w- with that being said they they've still got good football players mm-hmm. uh they've got new faces you know isaiah hall is a uh incredibly talented quarterback uh, you talk about arm talent. I don't know if anybody in East Tennessee can match his. Or I, I, I highly doubt anybody in East Tennessee can match his arm talent. I mean, it comes off it. it come, the ball comes off his hand so good mm. when, when he's throwing in rhythm and stuff. I mean, it, it, it it's laser. He 
he, he's got, in my opinion, he's got a power five arm. Mm. And, uh, you know, he, he really does. I, I truly believe that. I'm not, that's not just coach speak. I really believe that the, the, the son of a gun can flat sling it. Uh, and they got good players. I mean, they still got good players. You know, they got the, the slot receiver, Xavier James and, and, and Nick Moog and, you know, several other guys. They still got playmakers uh, on both sides of the ball. They're big up front on the offensive line. You know, some of those guys go both ways. So maybe we can get, you know, fortunate to get them guys tired a little bit. But uh, they're, I mean, they're, they're starting 11 on both sides of the ball is, is a really good, a really good football team. Uh, they're going to give teams in 4A uh, a whole lot of problems, uh, you know, and, and and we got our work cut out for us. You know, they, you know, they're 0-2. They've lost to two really good teams as well and uh, probably should have won, you know, the the, the last game. And, uh, you know, so they'll come, they'll come in hungry looking for their, looking for their first win. And, uh, you know, we're excited about the challenge. But, man, they, they, they that Isaiah Hall, man, he can, he can flat, he can flat uh, throw it. Is that going to be kind of a welcome change, though, a little bit, where you've kind of had just this ground, two physical, extremely physical teams back-to-back? Is it just going to be kind of nice to have a different kind of style and to really just judge your team and where you're at and how versatile your defense can be? And Because you've really dominated the line of scrimmage through the first two weeks, um, really, uh, like I said, with two physical matchups. But now this might be a little bit more aired out uh, a little bit. Does it get you kind of excited in that regard? And also just to see if your offense can keep up with uh, Anderson County on this front. Right. Well, I mean, I, I first off, I hope so. But man, I, I tell you what, Anderson County's a physical football team too, mm-hmm. man. They're 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 physical at the line of scrimmage uh, on both sides. You know, they got big kids, and, and those those kids play hard. And you know, like I said, man, they're physical. Uh, got a big physical back in Moog. You know, they they change it up. They bring bring in another guy that's a little bit more, you know, a little bit more about you know a little more of a speed guy. So it kind of mm-hmm. changes the pace up a little bit. But uh, they. I, I mean, golly, I mean, like I said, they're, they're probably a little different now. Cohen West, but mm. I mean, it's still a good football team, still well coached football team. Uh, you know, that's going to come in. You know, really, really hungry. You know, I think they're probably because they're starting so many new faces. They're probably trying to, you know, kind of find their way a little bit. Uh, you know, and I, I, me and Coach Gillum are actually buddies, and you know, mm. we've talked. We've actually talked these last couple of weeks. And, and do y'all stuff talk like, game week? Uh, yeah. Funny, funny story we had. We had lunch on Tuesday th- this uh-huh. week together, so it was kind of, it was kind of. We, we 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 talked, you know, we didn't talk much about you know Anderson County football or Bearden football, mm. but uh, yeah, we had we had lunch on Tuesday, and it was it was kind of funny because he got a couple calls while we while we had lunch, and one was his principal, and he's like, well, "What are you doing having lunch with the coach you're playing Friday? That's not that's not every." But now he, me, you know, for me and Davey, it's bigger than football. Mm. He's a great man. He's a great coach, and he's an even better man. And, uh, you know, I consider him one of my, you know, best friends in coaching. He, he's just done such a good job for so long. Consistency is probably the best way to describe them up there. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't – I you know, we want to win Friday. He wants to win Friday. But, you know, Friday when that horn goes off after 48 minutes, we're going to still – we're going to shake hands. We're gonna... um, final thing, uh, and then I'll let you go, Coach. When you yep. look at the first two weeks, a lot of it we talked about with defense and something that I've seen up close was just – you, you're, you guys, especially last week at Alcoa, just played their hearts out, left it all uh, out there on the field and in extreme heat. Just just crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, it's just so hot. I just couldn't imagine. And this week, I think fans are, if if you had to tell Bearden fans, like, hey, the offense is coming, the offense is coming, 
what what makes you the most excited about where this offense could be over the next couple of weeks? Why are you most excited the offense is going to start putting up a lot more points than what we've seen through the first two weeks? Just because we're seeing we're seeing it every day in practice, and you know you're always hmm. eventually you're always eventually going to take what you do in practice to to a Friday night. You know uh, we've been close these first couple of weeks. Uh, it's been some us. You know why we haven't you know exceeded as much as we had or achieved as much as we had hoped offensively, but it's been some of the opponent. I mean, we've played two incredible mm-hmm. defenses, but uh, we're really close. The support we've had has been unbelievable. Man, I, I've been reached out to by by guys that 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 played here at Bearden in the sixty all the way back to the sixties. Mm-hmm. You know, has reached out to me in these last four or five days and saying, "Coach, we're keeping up. We're following you. Guys are so close. Hang in there." You know, we're rooting for you. The, the support has been incredible. You know, coaching, I, was our, I shared with our staff Sunday, I had a few state champion head coaches reach out to me over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, just calling to say nothing more than, man, I'm thinking about you. I know y'all have had two heartbreakers. You're, you're doing some good stuff. Just keep it up. You know, I'm, I'm following you. I'm following you. Some, some are in town. Some are out of town. You know, I'm following you from, you know, closer from afar. And uh, just, just, you know, getting stuff like that, man, is good. People people that really know football know that we are really, really, really close to mm-hmm. uh, wh- where we want to be and uh, winning a whole bunch of ball games. And we're excited about that. We're still a youthful fo- – no excuses, but we're still a youthful football team. There, mm-hmm. There's not many teams that you would consider a good football team that plays as many young guys as we do. Uh, but, you know, with that being said, still no excuses, man. We expect to go win regardless if we got sophomores on the field or not. You know, our, our expectation is win when they turn the scoreboard on, and and we're getting close to that. I love it. Coach, how do the good folks support the Bearden football program this week? Man, Friday night, 7 o'clock, 8352 Kingston Pike. The doghouse will be rocking and rolling. Please, mm-hmm. Dog Nation, please come out, support us. These young men have worked their tails off all the way back and since, since January, and uh, we're so excited about our first football game. So show up, and hopefully we'll give you something fun to watch. I love it. Coach, good luck on Friday, and I'll, I'll see you there. Sounds good. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.